Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. And today we're going to be doing a big Star Wars blowout pod for in anticipation of the new Force Awakens movie that's coming out. Man, we're 12 days. We're recording this on a Sunday. We are 12 days. 12 days, you guys, away from a new fucking Star Wars movie. I'm gonna so cut hot. I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cuss that early in the movie because I'm or into the pod because I'm that excited. Probably cuss that early when I'm seeing the movie too, because I'm so <laughs> but man, and, and like we're, we're recording this on a Sunday, but we'll probably run it later on in the week on Thursday or so. So we'll, we'll only be oh, fucking a week away from a Star Wars movie by the time you guys are probably yeah. hear this pod. Like, holy crap, it's unbelievable. If only we got a special screening because of such things. Oh, I got, I, I have a confession to make. My dad um, apparently had a chance to get tickets to an advanced screening that would have come out on the 10th or something. And he just completely, he, he, he skimmed over the email and didn't exactly absorb oh. <laughs> the email or what was being said in the email. Oh, my son wouldn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think that was the case. I think he was just... so, so, so Pierce, you've, you've now emancipated from your family, right? I, like, what, <laughs> what is your new last name going to be? I have no idea, but I mean, like my, my, my dad. I like I I I understand it because my dad needs he's not like me right he 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 needs his brain for saving people, curing diseases you know fighting other stuff like he he's he's occupied he's doing stuff he's not like me where he wastes his time with Star Wars and Batman and other types of stuff right you know like his his brain's doing work so if he sees an email that says Star Wars he skims over it unlike me right <laughs> his brain's full of useful knowledge whereas yours and ours is full of useless exactly and you'll find that out as I ask you these these several close to thirty Star Wars questions <laughs> hopefully we'll get through them all maybe we might have to split this into a two part or something we'll see um so before we get into star wars i just want to make a quick comparison between the <laughs> current star wars franchise or the or the current marketing of the star wars franchise the force awakens movie and the marketing campaign for another movie did you guys and i've already did this last week so i won't go completely into it well i'll try not to anyway i promise nothing but did you guys see... Two new... hours later. Oh, wait, <laughs> let's start off with Star Wars. <laughs> but did you guys happen to see the new Batman-Superman trailer that aired on Wednesday or Thursday? I don't remember the exact... Oh, it was Thursday because the Lions also got kicked in the junk. It was a double junk kicking for me. If we if we could fully do the crossover podcast, I got kicked in the junk with the Star Wars movie, and then I got kicked in the junk with the Lions' Hail Mary play. So it was it was quite the day for the, cro- the host of the crossover podcast. But have you guys seen this new trailer? I saw it yesterday, I believe. Regretfully, yes, I have. Yeah. I saw the trailer as soon as it came out because it was uh, posted on Reddit, and I was like, "Oh yeah, cool, new trailer." And then I, I watched it. Why? Why wouldn't you watch it? You're certainly like, "Sweet, I'll get to see some new footage." They certainly won't give away all the <laughs> structure <laughs> of the movie. No way are they going to ruin the whole movie. That's just amateur hour, right? Oh, well, that's why you don't watch trailers sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, I didn't think they do that. I mean, Mark Andreco, who was on Screen Junkies, and I'll, 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 this is his point, not mine, but he made a great point that the Comic Con trailer, which was fantastic and got you juiced for this Batman Superman movie. That one was for the fans. Yeah. This trailer is for, I guess, I guess for like your mom and your dad 
who everyone don't else. <laughs> yeah, I guess everyone else, right? Yeah, who don't un- understand. And they're like, why are Batman and Superman fighting? And then at the end, they're like, oh, see, they were only fighting for a little bit. And now they're going to team up with Wonder Woman to fight this giant rock monster that I have no <laughs> idea what it is. It's well, a villain from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> at first, I'm like, holy shit, that can't possibly be Killer Croc. No, and, and then it's, it's not like, who people think it is either. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm not that well uh, knowledgeable of the DC universe, but I know certain Batman villains, and it's like, okay, at first, but then when you see up close, like, oh no, he's got like pipes or some shit sticking out of him. Yeah, it's supposed to be Doomsday, but as I've been reading, oh, okay. although I didn't say it on the last podcast, I've been reiterating, it's not fucking Doomsday! It's like, <laughs> some other yeah. new thing. It's, yeah, that's... It's, is it it's Hulk? I don't is it Bizarro I'm sure Superman? I'm sure they're gonna call it Doom, call him Doomsday, but that's <laughs> call him Gollum. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. Yeah, yeah, no, they'll definitely call him Doomsday, and he will be the new like Doomsday, and it's just like, well, why? And and then you know, it's like <laughs> you watch a trailer, you're like, oh boy, I wonder if you know the the reason that Superman and Batman start fight stop fighting is because they have to team up against Doomsday. So with that in mind, Lee. <laughs> Dun dun. Yeah. yeah. With, with with that in mind, I would like you to explain to me what you think, based on the trailers that you've seen, using the traditional three act structure. What do you think all three acts will be for the Batman Superman movie? Oh, okay. Uh, well, first one will be kind of like an introduction to both characters. They have they'll 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 meet at a party. And it'll be really awkward because, uh, for some reason, a uh, news reporter won't know who one of the richest people in the world is. Is yeah. this the awkward part in the trailer? Yeah, and... so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, Just no, yet. there'll be another one. There'll be two. Um, <laughs> uh, so, basically, you know, you get your, your introductions. You get your uh, fighting stuff. They start getting argument. And then, uh, you know, they get into the actual fight themselves. Uh, they you know, they'll actually only really have one fight when their uh, disagreement comes to a head. Uh, and then, you know, in the surprise uh, third act, when you think everything all is lost, uh, you get your, you get your all is lost moment, I guess, for Batman when Superman's, you know, kind of beaten him. Uh, and then you get, uh, you know, the villain, the main villain, um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, will uh unleash... that 11 right now and shows no signs of dialing it back yeah <laughs> <laughs> he'll i guess uh unleash you know some sort of evil villain called you know doomsday or something whatever who cares venom maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> the rhino the grand tradition of villains that show up in the third act <laughs> yeah and he'll show up and then all of a sudden they'll realize oh no we actually have to team up against this greater evil and then they'll defeat him and he'll get thrown into a volcano or shot off into space or something stupid like that and then there'll be some dumb uh you know also wonder woman will show up for no particular reason and then uh there'll be some dumb after the credit scene where his like hand comes up out of the lava or he opens his eye while he shot off into space or something like that so you know that uh oh doomsday isn't actually dead and you know yeah all right or do they jerk you around even more and they actually showed us the last scene when wonder woman showed up and it just showed the three of them ready to fight and batman was holding a gun for some reason and we all hope it doesn't shoot bullets we all hope it's some sort of like sonic pulsar ray or something what if if that was the last from the the frank miller comic i thought that was like the the cover of the frank miller comic was was 
uh, Batman holding like a sniper rifle or something. Yeah, but which we all all had us very nervous back in the day. But in that uh, shot, because yes, it was a silhouette of Batman in the darkness, like perched on like a gargoyle of a rope holding a sniper rifle. Yeah. But it wasn't actually a sniper rifle. Basically, there were two buildings, and Two Face was attacking essentially what was the twin towers of Gotham. You know, because it's Two Face, Twin Towers, blah, blah, sure. blah, blah, blah. and Batman in his inner monologue basically goes, "I've got a 50-50 chance for which roof he'll land on," and then the helicopter lands on the other roof, and he goes, "Damn, wrong one!" And he see him line up the sniper rifle, and he fires it, and the sniper rifle doesn't do anything except create a tightrope for which him to run from one building to the other so that he can stop Two Face. But yes, Batman has technically held guns before, and in his fight with Superman in Dark Knight Returns he shot like some sonic radar gun thing and you know fuck with superman's super hearing right (laughs) it's just basically like here take this have all the noise with your i I wouldn't put him past having like a laser gun or something against um superman well didn't didn't batman use a gun that actually was intended to kill someone once that like in recent years Probably in some sort of terrible version of the character. Well, like, there's also the, the the bat the the Dark Knight return or the bat not the Dark Knight returns the the uh, Batman returns in where he stuck dynamite down somebody's pants and punched him in the face. And watched him. <laughs> so there 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 are versions of people who don't necessarily get that character. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a feeling though that that stuff with him holding a gun is basically just a shout out to the frank miller thing because obviously the people who did this at least some people are very very familiar with everything and like like you said that that first trailer was obviously you know for the the actual the fans and so i think that shot like any of the shots with him with the gun is probably just a reference to that as a you know for the fans let's hope so if if, if I, I think i said this on the last pod if not i might have said it after pod i was talking to miller but if Batman has a gun that fires bullets in this movie and he fires it, and I don't care if he's firing it at Doomsday, the rock monster that can't be hurt by bullets, I will walk out of the movie theater. Like, I will honestly <laughs> Like, if Batman fires a gun, because those are the weapons of the enemy, yeah. for God's sake. So, yeah, if that happens, I'm going to be quite pissed off. Now, you, you got to punch them in the spine so they feel it forever. Exactly. <laughs> These are the weapons of the enemy. Lasers, however. <laughs> uh, so, Lee Pock, congratulations. You did a very good job uh, based on the trailers putting together what you believe will be the three-act structure for the Batman versus Superman movie. Now, Raw, based like- on the trailers you have seen, I would like you to tell me what is going to happen in Acts 1, 2, and 3 of this new Star Wars movie. Oh, wonderful. Which is quite impossible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Act one. We will get introduced to a whole slew of new characters. Quite possibly Han and Chewie will come in in act one. Possibly act two. Um, so good. You got nothing to go on. <laughs> and then we're going to see what happens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You don't know what the hell is going on in this movie. All you know is there will be some lightsabers. There will yep. be some ships. There will be some pew-pewing. <laughs> And then at a certain point, Han Solo is going to show up and it's going to be fucking awesome. And that's all you need to know. And they've given us absolutely nothing. And people have no clue that Luke Skywalker is probably going to be the bad guy, right? 
I really hope he's not the one behind that mask. Uh, he might be. Probably. I'm, I'm okay if he is a bad guy in the movie. I just hope he's not the one behind that mask. Yeah, the Kylo, the what's his name? Kylo Ren is the... Uh, that sounds about right. Is the guy with the, the lightsaber with the hilt on it. Yeah. Oh, come on. We all know who's behind that mask. It's Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, yeah. As oh, awesome, God, the family. As awesome it's, as that Jar Jar. conspiracy yeah. is... Yeah. I really don't want to see Jar Oh, God, if it happens. The only way, because, like... Get her to the ground. Because, <laughs> like, the only way it would be acceptable to show Jar Jar in this movie. Like, this could be the movie. They, like, they could have spent $200 million or whatever it was to make the movie, and this could be the entire movie. Like, it could open up with... And do, like, Star Wars, and then have the scrolling up text. And then it, you know, pans down, zooms in real tight into a planet, and then it's just, like... Misa Jar Jar, and then you have Boba Fett come up from nowhere and go pew pew, and then Misa dead, and then the credits <laughs> roll, and then everybody would be like, Woo, JJ forever! <laughs> like, that would be I would accept that, but yeah. not as the movie. I would accept that as a little animation thing prior to the movie that, like, uh, old school, I'm gonna say Disney movies did or something there's always yeah, those yeah, short like, those the, always those short animations yeah so it's like, like, or the, 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 the classic uh godzilla versus bambi yeah yeah stuff like that right <laughs> like have you ever seen that it's, no. it's great it's got bambi sitting in a me meadow and you've got the um i can imagine uh, there's a greek you know the na 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 going on in the background and it's really really nice and pastoral and all of a sudden godzilla's foot comes out of nowhere and goes and just squishes it to the ground and then it's just like godzilla versus bambi and that's it that's the end of the movie yeah that'd be fantastic yeah you could do it like how pixar always does those little like animated shorts before a lot of their movies that's it where they're like let's see if we can make you cry in five minutes rather than two hours oh no their record so so far pixar's record right now i think is 11 minutes so they got it. <laughs> Are you talking about up? Yeah, yeah I'm talking about up. <laughs> well, freaking, if you count their shorts, I mean, there's that one short about like the clouds where like the clouds would like make stuff and then the storks would take them. They put that right before, I think it was up. It was either up or Toy Story 3. <laughs> so if they didn't get you on the end of the and, short animation, yeah. they got you at the beginning. And I mean, I'm dead on the inside. I don't, I don't cry at movies. I mean, I, up was emotional, but I didn't cry. Like, I mean, at the end when uh, he was like, I can only, and I guess spoiler alert for up, but like when he goes like, I can only give you the badge that means the most to me, the Ellie badge. And then he pins that like bottle cap to his chest and then, yeah, yeah. you know, stands there with his head held high. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. But I didn't it's one of those things where you're like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I just got something in my eye. Yeah, it was, it was so good. But like that like animated short, my wife, bawling and i'm like it was happy at the end the guy just left to get some like shoulder pads so that he could carry his weird porcupine thing that he was creating it was crazy oh, i it's... remember that now yeah oh it was a good one so what i think we're gonna do today because we have no idea what's going on in this in, in this new star wars movie is we'll kind of touch on this and we'll revisit we'll just let the conversation kind of happen organically as we go but what I did for funsies was I compiled a list of various Star Wars questions. Some of them are internet favorites. Some of them are uh, hilarious debates that have raged for the years. Some are just my own musings. And we'll kind of go back and forth, and I'll just, I'll just shoot uh, questions back and forth at you guys and let the conversation go where it should. So since I gave Rob the 
tougher of the tasks explaining the Star Wars movie. I'm going to go ahead and start you off with a softball as far as the <laughs> Star Wars questions go. And I'm going to simply ask you, Rob Callflesh, who shot first? Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> phone I, me. I, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Han shot first. He absolutely. Final answer. Yeah, yeah, he has. I recently, like within the last week, I watched um, uh, A New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. And the special edition stuff in them oh, yeah. actually outraged me a lot. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Like when they've got stuff just randomly flying in front of the actual character, like CG. So unnecessary. Stuff just flying in front of the actual characters in the movie that have dialogue, like in the Tatooine scene. Stuff. It's like, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. South Park did the greatest parody of all, of all time with that, where uh, they, they did the, like, we're going to remake episode one of South Park. And they're like, we didn't want to use paper mache, guys, but we had to. We had no money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like, now all the aliens are super badass and cool. And stuff. <laughs> I remember when the, the special editions came out, and I was... Uh... I, I, you know, I was super excited, you know, teenager, and I'd never seen, you know, Star Wars in the theaters before, but I was a huge, huge fan. So That's I what I was looking for it and everything. And then I saw them, and like the first two, I was like, all right, cool, like whatever. Like the the New Hope, like the stuff that they added, I was like, well, okay, now Jabba's crawling around and having a conversation with Han. That's kind of weird, but whatever. And then with uh, Empire, Empire suck. Yeah, no, I, no. I, except yeah, for the I, fact the like, way they I, I made Han it, but... go over Java and step on his tail. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, well like, <laughs> I need to it, go to my it's, home it's kind of awkward because it's clearly just someone just like kind of like picked up the picture of Han like with his mouse and just like bloop bloop. Yeah, like, it exactly looks like kind of was made. Was. It looks a little bit like it was made in Flash, but and then uh, Empire came out. I don't even remember what they did other than like a few little scenes here or there. Yeah, and then and then Return came out, and one of my favorite. And Return of the Jedi is the 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 the, uh, the band scene in Jabba's palace because I really like the song and I really like like the, you know, the, the cheesy the really really cheesy like puppets and stuff but it, there was something really awesome about it and then it's just this awful like freaking CG like music video and I'm like what is happening and I was the like CG booing in the theater all up in your face too if it was oh, yeah 3D, yeah right. they would have made that shit 3D as fast as possible oh yeah absolutely oh what a hot mess that one was yeah that one was incredible what was the name like it it was the max rebo band right like max rebo was they made that like weird max rebo was on Tatooine. was he that was the weird blue elephant thing that that was the elephant guy yeah yeah, or the weird, like, it looked like an elephant and a rhinoceros that kind of had, like, some sort of a... Yeah, I remember. Isn't, isn't that what we're talking about, though? Yeah, but what what's the name of the, like, the female, the weird, like, oh, that had, like, the... The one they added? Yeah, the one they <laughs> added. Well, she, she was in the original, but she was just a puppet. Oh, and, yeah, that's like, right. Like, hopped around, but she was the... The pink chick with the long, like... Size Noodles! Size Noodles! I got yeah. it here on, on IMDb. Size Noodles. Size <laughs> Noodles in the Max Rebo band. Oh, my God. Why would they do that? Oh, <laughs> so terrible. And then they added, like, that weird... I mean, how did you feel about when they added... Because, um... I mean, the Max Rebo band, obviously... Like, Han shot first is obviously... Or Greedo shooting first is obviously the most egregious thing that they ever did. Yeah, but where did you guys stand? Let's start with Rob. Where did you stand on them making adding like the beak thing to the Sarlacc pit, uh, as opposed to before where it had like I kind of like it, it. 
I didn't mind it. It was yeah. still unnecessary it because was. the way some of the people fell into the Sarlacc pit, it's like, well, the beak shouldn't be there. Yeah, it's I don't know. I thought it made it look scarier because if you watch the the original one, it does kind of like it's like it's a hole. Yeah, it's it. a hole with some teeth, and then there was like one tentacle that somebody had. Like obviously they had a a, a pint sized model that someone had like a string attached to for them to go like. Whoa, it's got a tentacle protruding from it. It was just No, I get it, but it's yeah. the fact that okay, these were done in like the set late seventies, early eighties, and you're putting in when the hell was it? Like late I think it was not late nineties. I think ninety seven, because ninety seven. You're putting in like mid to late nineties effects that are clear as fucking day that it's new. So you're you're to me, it takes you right out of it. It's one thing to have uh, computer graphics doing things, but if it blends into the way everything else is, you don't even know it's there. Like Fury Road um, did an excellent job with all of their CG. It was everywhere, but it all blended together that they were putting CG on things that it didn't even look like it was CG, like just changing what was on the side of the vehicles. Yeah, any chance, anytime we get a chance to make a Fury Road reference on this podcast, I'm all for it. By the way, the Academy, you're already wrong. You're, you're already wrong. Mad Max Fury Road was the best picture of 2015, so suck it. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Here first on the podcast. Exactly. The crossover podcast. <laughs> uh, Mike Leapock, how come Chewie doesn't get a medal at the end of A New Hope? Because he's brown. This is an internet favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going with. Space racism. Uh, maybe he, uh, I don't know, maybe they didn't fit. His neck is pretty huge. It's he's pretty got a lot tall. of hair. He'd have to bend down pretty far. Maybe maybe they asked him. He's like, hey, Chewie, do you want a medal? <laughs> is that a no? <laughs> gotcha. No medal. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is. They probably shot it, right? Like they, they, they had to have been like, We're gonna give Chewie a medal too. And then they shot it and the guy had they had playing Chewie. It was just so awkward when he bent over and like Princess Leia or uh, Carrie Fisher probably had to like take a step down from yeah, the weird the, the actor yeah. was like isn't he like seven feet tall or something like Pro- that? I assume yeah. so. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And then Carrie Fisher is like this tiny, tiny woman, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually I think there's a almost a two foot difference between them. <laughs> Yeah, so it just, they probably tried to shoot it and it just didn't look right so that they. Well, Stewie. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Stewie could have went down a few steps. Yeah, could have bended knee or something. Like I'm that. pretty tall. I'm around short people every now and then. I understand it. I'll be on the lower ground. And if I help defeat the Death Star, I want a goddamn medal, right? I want it at least handed to me. Yeah, I'll like, put it around my own neck. It, Put it, it around my arm. You, you've got to go, like, I don't know. Like, and also, it might have actually just been this, if they, they made a shot it, and they have been like, okay, this is kind of awkward. Well, we can fix it if we do this and this and this and this and this. And then maybe they even did that, and they're like, God, this scene is really long. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe like they don't Keep need it going. to Keep it going. <laughs> granted a medal. And it, it'll be like, um, this actually, the, the thing that, that comes to mind is the Fast and the Fierce movie that The Rock was in. When The Rock and Vin Diesel are staring each other down, yeah. and there's that scene where the two of them are like head to head staring at each other, and I'm like, The Rock is six four, and Vin Diesel's like like five six, like he's a short guy, and they're like, you know, he's just standing on this giant crate in order to make <laughs> that scene. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part. Uh, that's the hardest thing to buy in the entire Fantastic or in the entire Fast and Furious franchise is Vin Diesel being eye to eye with the Rock. I, out of the entire thing, everything else that happens in Fast and Furious completely plausible, other than <laughs> other than Vin Diesel versus the Rock. Considering how much whiskey I drank during during that movie, yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, Mike Leapock. How come Grand Moff Tarkin didn't just blow up the planet that was blocking the Rebel base instead of slowly rotating the Death Star around it, knowing full well that the Rebels were had an attack strategy? Man, it's called, like, keeping your costs down. If you think about how much energy it takes, like, you, you're floating this thing. Like, obviously, they have some sort of generator on board, but it's got to be expensive to maintain that thing. It's not expensive to maintain the entire Death Star? Well, no, I mean, it's expensive. Which they were about to lose? Yeah, well, he didn't know that. <laughs> obviously, he wasn't in on that meeting with the, you know, in the, the uh, what is it, the South Park, or not South Park, uh, the Family Guy one, where they're like, okay, so there is a vulnerability, and we could get it fixed today if cost is no option. Like, get some quotes. <laughs> Your answer would have been the same as mine. It's like, do you have any idea how expensive super laser energy is? There's also, so, um, like, because, okay, obviously this isn't true with the second Death Star, because they fire it multiple times. Yeah. But the first one, you know, there's a chance, like, that is probably the first time, that. well, that's the first time that they had produced a laser that could just blow up a planet like that. For, uh, all, that, for all we know, it was a one and done. Well, well that, or it's probably, you know, it's got to have some sort of cooldown, right? And so the, like, there was a, there was definitely a... a it's got a one-hour cooldown. On the second one. Use it again. But, but the first one, you know, it's pretty, if you think about it, you use your big, you don't use your big spell to take out that little guy standing in front of the boss. No, you save it for the boss. It wasn't little, though. It was a giant planet that was blocking an entire moon that they needed to get to. And it was like, if we destroy this base... We win the war, right? Actually, so it's like why take if, a chance? If they destroyed the planet by proximity, they might have got the moon as well. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like it wasn't like there wasn't. It was like there wasn't going to not be planet shrapnel, right? So it's that's right. And like the moon would have been, it, it would have had no orbit. It would have flown yeah. away, and they all probably would have froze to death anyway. Which would have been like, okay, we can take care of this with one shot, <laughs> right? Like, my guess is you probably can't just go up blowing up every. I mean, I realize it's like we we've got the Death Star, we've got this. Like this had to be a conversation among the the Imperial, like like the the guy, the Empire higher ups, where they were like, "All right, I realize we've got this planet destroying technology, but we can't just go around blowing up planets willy nilly, right? I mean, we all hated Alderaan. We all hated Alderaan. <laughs> yeah. but, but we cannot just start blowing up planets as if there won't be any repercussions to various solar systems throughout the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah, and what if, like, what what happens if, if they shoot the planet and they blow it up and, sure, they kill, like, you know, a bunch of people or whatever and they, they can now move into the thing. But let's say there is, like, a big, long cooldown on the gun and they sit around and they're like, all right, well, we'll just... Wait until we can shoot the thing, and then the fleet doesn't get destroyed, the moon doesn't get destroyed, and then they get blown up anyway. Then they'll look like complete idiots. It's like you well, have. Well, if I'm going down, I'm taking all you fuckers with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, Rob! Did Darth Vader order the stormtroopers to execute his step family? Your stunned silence makes me think that this is the first time you've thought about this. It is true. This is the first time I've thought about this. I'm going to go with yes. Oh, man. Because, yeah, I could see Vader being cold-hearted. 
was probably Un surprised. until Luke warmed it up in the end in, in uh, Jedi. <laughs> I could I could honestly picture like Vader just going, "We found Uncle Owen," and Vader just going, oh, "I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him." <laughs> I was like, it's "Just." Oh. <laughs> no, they're like, no, no, we'll tell where where he is. We don't care. <laughs> no, he probably didn't actually order him, but that's I've never I've never considered that before. Yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty crazy to think about. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was some sort of like a uh you know get what you can from these people and you know like because he couldn't let them know at all that he's actually related to them, right? So it would be uh, just treat them like everyone else. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike Leapock. If uh, certain blasts were considered much too accurate <laughs> for sand people, how awful are the sand people at shooting? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well considering the, the the shots that he points at it's like literally just hitting the broad side of a barn yes and they're aiming at jealous too right <laughs> yeah. so, like, just right uh, so just my guess is, is sand people is somewhere between um like Oh boy! You know when you're playing a, uh, an FPS, like one of the old ones, like GoldenEye, and you have it set to very easy, <laughs> and this guy runs at you with a machine gun, and he's just like firing everywhere and doesn't hit you with a single, you know, a single bullet. Somewhere, somewhere probably around there. What was that first automatic weapon that you got in GoldenEye? That was a complete piece of shit, and it had no power. It was completely inaccurate. Yeah. Is it the Kalashnikov or some shit? I like think that? it was, yeah, or it was like at least the version of the Kalashnikov. Yeah, it, it was their AK, and it was it was really bad in that game, but really good in Counter-Strike, which is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's basically... Personally. Yeah, the Stormtroopers basically also have the space version of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's well, true. I, well, I if... the, um, you know what? Okay, here's my theory about the uh, the Sand people. You know when, uh, when they knock out Luke, and he's like waving his arms around crazy and stuff? When they shoot, they do the exact same thing. I was gonna say, other than that, it's like it's just a lot of friendly fire. They don't hit their target; they hit their buddies. <laughs> it's way too accurate. There are no death sand people here. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh my lord! <laughs> All right, um, Rob Callflesh. Did the rebels defeat the Empire in Return of the Jedi simply because Han Solo stepped on a twig? As we had discussed already, yes, that is the path they decided to take. Yep. Because like, if absolutely because if Han did not step on that twig, the scout troopers would not have been alerted, shit would not have gone down, and Leia wouldn't have found Wicket. Yeah. The whole Ewoks wouldn't have been an ally, and yeah. And and the because the Ewoks are the, are the great equalizer, right? Because the the Emperor knew that they were on that base. He didn't know that Ewoks were there, but he knew that they were on the forest mood of Endor, right? Yeah. And he had the trap set for them, and he was easily going to kill all of the rebels. And, you know, the Death Star was going to be quite operational when Luke's friends arrived. Yeah. But he underestimated the primitive life force that Ewok. inhabited Endor. Yeah, with their incredibly awesome, and the fact that they already had a bunch of traps set that were perfectly ready for taking out ATSDs, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just... I love the fact that you can absolutely trace the fall of the Empire 
back to Han Solo's coming on the twig. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because if you never think about it, it's like, did this, like, is that what caused the, the certain chain of events? And you go through everything. I'm like, well, holy shit. It all stemmed from that moment. Yep. Interesting. Mind, <laughs> mind blasting. Mind blasting. Yeah. Um, Mike Lee Park. If Leia knew the Empire was tracking them, why would she go straight to the Rebel base? And more to the point, why would she put the Death Star plans in an R2 unit instead of just emailing them? No email, apparently, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I know. There, there's, uh, there, there, there's no email at that point, which is... It might be, um, you know, considering that there's a galactic empire that c controls everything, if there is an email, my bet is they're monitoring it, and I guess they don't have any uh, version of Tor to send yeah, things encrypted. Was, they like, don't have zip files. They don't have encryption. But they do. In, in Jedi, they have encrypted data for uh, the communications. Not, yeah, you're sorry, right. Cause the sorry, not Jedi. Talk. Break up that information, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh man. All right, fine. I actually meant to say on Hoth with the probe droid going and finding the the generator on Hoth and he's sending all the messages back because then the rebels identified it's an encryption not used by the Alliance. Well, that's an encryption. They that technology obviously exists. So why did you not just encrypt it with your own code that you obviously use and send it on its merry way? Well, maybe they didn't want to send anything because if they're, what if uh, you've got your your encrypted data? Okay, so it's it's encrypted and all. But what if it's being monitored enough that if they receive anything, then they'll know. And if they receive like any kind of encrypted uh, uh, data points, then they'll be then they'll be investigated. And then all of a sudden, oh, maybe there's a rebel base here. Send it on blast. Send it everywhere. <laughs> Send it well, publicly and tweet it. Tweet it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tweet the plans. We gotta tweet the Death Star plans. Everybody will have them then. Make it go viral. See now that that's the thing that they people could not just possibly imagine, you know, back in the seventies. Yeah, the social media. Right? <laughs> like, just... I'm just gonna put this shit up on Facebook. Hashtag droids, droid lives matter. You guys, come on. They didn't have WikiLeaks back then, so it'd be hard to. No, but they wish they did. Yeah. <laughs> like, this would have been so much easier if we had Snowden in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, man. Mike Leapock, how come Luke Skywalker was so hard to find in knee-deep water? <laughs> I think he was hiding. <laughs> was he? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Trash compactor scene. He's just like, maybe if I hide underwater, this wall won't get me. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think there was actually probably a drain going out of there. So it was knee deep in like most of it, but there was a pipe going right. up there that uh that in the that one exact out. spot. Well, yeah, no, I mean, well, no, no. So there's okay, so there's a pipe like say in the corner or something, and uh, you've got you know Luke Skywalker going around, and then he gets attacked by the trash compactor monster, that floating eye with a big tentacle or whatever. You get pulled underwater, and then your friends find you as you're being dragged, and so on. But I don't know. Maybe he's just hiding. <laughs> but like, being why? dragged under makes sense, regardless of the depth. Like, if it's only yeah. like knee high, well, also you're dragged under. Actually, just being dragged away, and then they're like, "Check here, he's not there." But then he's there again because he's being dragged all over the place by this monster, and he's fighting him off. But really, we'll never know what happened under that really gross, probably hepatitis-filled water. Space herpes. Uh... <laughs> you could get more to the point of the fact that 
apparently the uh, Empire keeps their Death Star in such a state of disrepair that there is some sort of evil water monster that lives in their garbage. And like at no point they were like, jettison the evil monster that's living in their garbage. Like, it might serve some sort of point. It may be uh, pest control. I guess. You know, maybe, the, know, the reason they don't have a rat problem or is because like, of that thing. Like that somebody, someone, someone had some serious digestive issues and... Yeah, that just came out of them. Dude, that's Spaceballs. <laughs> You're thinking of the wrong movie. Yes, oh, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's like, or somebody like has their pet, like how the, what was it? The, uh... oh, the old alligator movie? Well, well no, also like the alligator rancor. down the toilet and then it grows up and <laughs> yeah, yeah, eats exactly. all those people. Yeah, maybe yeah. like a rancor though, like how the rancor had like a, a, a master, right? And when yeah. he killed the rancor, the guy was like, my mother, you. <laughs> Betsy, you killed Betsy, you son of a bitch, right? And he was, like, crying, and a dude had to come and, like, pat him on yeah, the back. Yeah. Like, don't worry, <laughs> get another rancor, right? <laughs> like, oh, man, it's just something like that, except it was, like, some weird eyeball garbage. We'll go down to the pound, and we'll find you a new <laughs> rancor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find you a new jazz man. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, whose turn is it? I lost track. I think, it's, I think it's mine now. It's yours? All right. Uh, let's find a good Rob one here. Um, Good Roblin. <laughs> it's like this is, is that is that easy oh, mode no, or hard no. mode? <laughs> ah, fine one, semi. Uh, how come Ben Kenobi doesn't remember a droid that saves his life on multiple occasions in the prequels? Because he's just been getting shit faced and high for many years. <laughs> what else are you gonna do in the fucking desert? In the desert of Tatooine, right? Where he's spying on this one couple and they're. Uh, oh. God, Although their young teenage boy. Oh God! Now when you say it like that, it sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's been a while since I've seen the the prequels. Um, did he technically own them? In, in those? Well, he never technically owned them, but like he went to the clone planet with R two, right? He had R two as his person. That, that is true. Wait a bunch of times, and then was never like, oh, I don't super remember owning a droid. And then it's like this droid saved your life on several occasions, right? Yeah. No, that's true. It is kind but, of but yeah, line. I do stand by. He was just getting drunk and high because he's a hermit out on Tatooine for twenty years or some shit. So. He's on the short list of worst Jedi of all time. Obi Wan. <laughs> there's there's another one. There's there's another idea though. Is that uh, um, he did recognize him, but he just is. Uh, basically, just played it dumb and is all like, "No, no, I, I never knew him. I never knew any droid because he's because uh, R two is like basically an undercover uh, rebel operative and always has. Yeah. Like he's been because he never got his memory erased. He's the only really remembering connecting force between the two, and it's basically just like you know he's not gonna be like, "Yo, R two, what the fuck is up? Like, <laughs> it's not gonna, just you know be cool, Obi. <laughs> it's like, you no, mean, I never met that guy before. I mean, <laughs> he, but like he didn't go any when he was rolling across ah! the Death Star. That <laughs> yeah. that might be the most egregious part of the the first three. I mean, honestly, I think worse than Jar Jar Banks. The first prequels was referring to Anakin Skywalker as Annie the entire time. Like, holy crap, who thought that was a good fucking idea? Um, it's for the children. I guess. Lucas I thought of the children when he shouldn't have. Won't someone please think of the children? Was he thinking of the children when he had all those children murdered? <laughs> yeah, oh, good point. <laughs> Which brings me to another question. Leepok, why were the Jedi so willing to accept the child serial killer back into their ghost ranks after it was all said and done? 
I don't think they had an option. They just, you know, it's just he got the key. He got in. They, they they only know how to get into the room. They know how, they don't know how to push someone out. Oh, I suppose that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, like, don't worry, child murderer. And it wasn't like he killed one child. Although, as if killing one child is that much different than killing a group of children. But like, he killed a group of children. Right? Yeah. It was like twelve of them. It was at he least literally just went in and killed a bunch of kids in the school. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he could have just been like, like, "This has happened before," and yeah. it's just like a horrific tragedy. Like, and the thing is, is that it happened like like twenty minutes after he turned. Like, he was a <laughs> Jedi. He went to go kill Palpatine <laughs> to arrest him. Turns and he's like, "All right." This is your first Straight job. To child. <laughs> Worst thing that anyone has ever done. And like to the point where like Emperor Palpatine would be like, you did what? <laughs> murdered a dozen kids? Get him out of here. This guy's way too hardcore for us. <laughs> yeah. You have to you have to prove yourself, but damn, dude. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god, it makes no sense. And like, if you try to watch one through six, like if 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 because like we're eventually gonna have children right we'll have to show our star wars star wars to our children and whatnot and like if if you go like one two three four five six just watch it in order at, at the end when he's like you know now go leave me luke you know <laughs> like you're not gonna be like boy i'm glad that guy who murdered children three movies ago <laughs> is finally <laughs> you know this guy's finally getting a moment of peace good for him guy who <laughs> murdered a bunch of children oh my god I prefer the machete order now. Episode one gets cut out completely. Oh, yeah. Four, five, two, three, six. <laughs> then you'd be watching two and you'd be like, who's this Jar Jar Binks character and why don't we learn more about him? Oh, that's, a, that's true. <laughs> Although the machete but, would probably But then I would have to do what George Lucas does and go and edit things and I have to edit that character out. Apparently, um, Topher Grace did that. <laughs> Are you serious? You about that? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah I, I heard that. He, he's... Um... That isn't. Has it been released? Like, have you? Seen no, it? no, no. It was never really. It, it, he just he bought a private theater and showed it to like his buddies and I think a few writers and stuff like that. But he apparently, never... it's really good though. Yeah, like it, it was never meant for public release. It was just meant for for him. Basically, what he did was he he edited out all. Five, was it all five or was I think it was all, or was it just the prequels? I'm not it was, sure. It was the prequels. He he edited the prequels down to one movie. Yeah, and made it one really good movie, basically. And really, yeah, just obviously just by completely omitting the first yeah. one and then just cutting. Well, he like, had some stuff in the first one, but he completely omitted Anakin in the first one. <laughs> yeah, which is probably the smart move. Like now, this is pod racing. Oh, no, like, I guarantee you, <laughs> the pod race did not appear in the Topher Grace. Final and if cut. it did, it definitely wasn't like 45 minutes long or whatever. It was a complete ripoff of the, like, frame for frame ripoff of the chariot race from Ben Hur. It was basically <laughs> Space Hur. That was that entire scene. Episode one is so hard to watch. So, I, 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 yeah, I can't even. And even the lightsaber fight at the end really isn't. Uh... It was great at the time, but. Now it's not well. well let's, let's what you have to. I remember when I when I saw it. Scene? When I saw it in the theaters, I thought that was like the greatest thing ever. Like, yeah, I, I, like, scene, I was like, oh my god, that was so cool. But I've I've heard some very convincing arguments about why it's not very good. Actually. No, but like at the time, it was like one. It was there are three lightsabers in the same fight, and one of them's double sided. This has never happened before. That's four. Ah! That's four lightsabers. Yeah, <laughs> in the same fight. It's crazy. Before we only had and like considering like the first. 
lightsaber fight in the history of the franchise was Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan Kenobi, like Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they just like poked at each other slightly because they had no idea how to choreograph a sword fight. <laughs> well, the, well, actually, when, when you look at like real sword fights, that was much more realistic. Yeah, but it was like the were... original one was was much more what an actual sword fight looks like. And the like, thing is that that wasn't supposed yeah. to be a sword fight. That was that was a uh, it was more about the dialogue that was going yeah. on. Like it was space, there space. was actual character development and and plot development during that time. Whereas there's there's none of that in any of the other you yeah. know movies. Like, we we got Ray Park. Oh, we better mark. It. We better choreograph ourselves a hell of a lightsaber fight. Yeah. Well, he choreographed it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he did an all right job. Uh, just harping off of that. Mike Leapock, how come the higher ground didn't matter when Obi-Wan killed Darth Maul? Uh, because he didn't activate. He didn't use the taunt ability. <laughs> um, he was not focused on effectively. his opponent. Like, you know, there, there was a little thing that popped up in the corner of your screen that said, do you want to get, like, plus, plus six agility because you have the higher ground? Use taunt. And he just didn't do it. And he just kind of sat there and walked around. I think, like, maybe he was AFK. And uh, <laughs> something spilled on his keyboard, so he was just like spinning in a circle. And then, uh, yeah, and then while well, he was off getting some Doritos and anything, then uh, Obi Wan, I don't know, rolled like four twenties in a row and was able to somehow fly in like a weird like circle around him. Uh, you know, that was that. Oh God, it was so bad. <laughs> and on that same on that same note, Rob Kaufflash, how come Obi Wan? And this is honestly right here. This is my biggest problem. Jar Jar Binks aside. This is my biggest problem with Star Wars because it, or, or sorry, not with Star Wars, with the Phantom Menace because it completely negates, um, the the last two like it completely negates Empire and Jedi. I think when this happens, and that is how come Obi Wan gets to kill Darth Maul in cold blood and anger, and and doesn't succumb to the dark side or any any type type of stuff like that. Like he just. I just like he kills Darth Maul in cold blood. He's like, you killed my best friend. Now I'm going to use all my rage and not Jedi-ness to kill you. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. They just ignore, they use the Jedi code when it fits. Otherwise, it's very hypocritical to Jedi. Otherwise, you know, you can have emotion and use it to your heart's content. It's fine. But you know, like anger... if you kill a child, then yeah, yeah. it's, you know your dark side but it was like fear and anger those things lead to the dark side except when your best friend is killed then you use fear and anger to murder the guy who killed your best friend that's the jedi way but the thing is he would argue he was avenging qui-gon i suppose i don't know i saw anger in those eyes it's, oh yeah <laughs> it was full on well, he just like, he just used his I, buff i guess yeah. <laughs> he got his rage. buff on and you know he, he got his rage, rage buff and used it effectively that's what's yeah, coming down just... when they're like, "Hey, what about that time that you cut Darth Maul in half?" He's like, "Hey, we we're gonna we we're trying to kill him anyway," and you know, it just so happens that I got a rage buff, so I used it. Deal with and, it. Drop mic. <laughs> or uh, coincidentally, he had a passive that when he used his rage buff, it negated the dark side. It was like dark side immunity. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Dar I was gonna say dark side immunity. He just that's his natural buff. That's his yeah. cast buff. <laughs> Wow, that's a really good class. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and technically, even though J.J. Uh, Abrams has taken out the expanded, taken the expanded universe as we know it, crumpled it up into a big ball and just thrown it into the trash and said, "Well, I ain't using any of that." Well, do we know that for sure? Uh, the trailers haven't said so. that much. <laughs> uh, 
Now, he could be lying because he initially said he wasn't going to direct the Star Wars movie. And then George Lucas waved his hand and said, you will direct. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, I will direct the Star Wars movie. And we went on with our lives and we're probably pretty thankful that he did. See, what I'm hoping, like, assuming he did throw out all of the extended universe and all that, I hope Palpatine's still around. Because extended universe, when he goes down uh, the shaft in Jedi, he sends his spirit or whatever into uh, a clone. He has a whole series of clones that he can go into so he can keep going. That's according to the expanded universe? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that, I so, remember uh, reading that. So, too. in this movie, it, it takes a while, though. It's like we're going to see Palpatine as like a 25 year old because that's how old the body is. If I remember what I heard read correctly. All right. Someone on the internet will correct us. There's also the, um, the, I remember the the big thing that happened afterwards was uh, there was an admiral, another ad, uh, admiral, uh, Thrawn, I think his name is, and he takes over after the Emperor dies, and it's before, like, the clone take. It's either, okay, so what happens is either it takes a while for the clone to come back and Thrawn takes over, or the clone takes over, and then he gets killed again, and then Thrawn takes over, or it, these are two separate extended universe things and they just ignore each other um but this guy uh thrawn takes over and he's actually really cool and he almost puts the emperor empire back on top and he's (laughs) basically his whole thing is he hates uh he actually always hated the emperor because he thought he was completely wasteful and he thought that the whole creation of the death star was idiotic and a complete waste of resources and he didn't even care that i like this guy already yeah, he didn't even. <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even care that the Death Star got blown up. The thing that he really cared about was that the Super Star Destroyer got blown up. Yeah, and like, yeah. that thing was actually effective. Like and we could, could actually use that to do space, stuff. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like this fucking giant ball. Oh, it's useless. That was the other thing. Like, could the Death Star move through? Like, did it have light speed? Yeah, it did. Okay, I mean, you would have to assume. How could it not? It's like we're gonna yeah. blow up this planet. Okay, now we're gonna blow up the planet. On the complete other years. side of the universe. <laughs> but, like, are there enough seatbelts on the Death Star for everybody to strap themselves in when they go to light speed? <laughs> dude, dude, space balls. Think of the wrong movie. Come on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm just serious. Going and... to ludicrous speed. <laughs> stop. And, we and... can't stop. <laughs> and what you described before, Lee Puck, with the, with the Admiral, who was like, boy, I hate this Empire guy. Uh, or this Sith guy. But... I, I mean, one of the fundamental problems with Star Wars is the fact that at the end of, like, as fun as that scene is, when they're all dancing around with the Ewoks and, you know, having a good time, and presumably the Ewoks have probably eaten most of the uh, stormtroopers that they killed at, at, like, they probably roasted their corpses and ate at said feast of Empire. I actually like to think that they, they only roast them alive, so the only ones that they eaten were the ones that survived. They're like meat that struggles is much tastier. Oh yeah. But like as they're dancing around, they're dancing around as if they just defeated the Empire. When they haven't defeated the Empire, they defeat the Emperor. The Empire still has an entire armada of guys who are probably sitting around going, you know what? I think we'll be much more organized now that we don't have the murderocracy of the Sith. <laughs> like killing us every time we make a mistake. You know, I'll bet we can get stuff done now. Yeah. <laughs> they probably, he's like, hey, those rebels probably did us a favor. Just gonna say. They've got like hundreds of thousands of ships and, you know. Ben, and they sell the, like the, although I guess clone troopers were all gone at that point, but like tons of, the, basically they still have their army and armada. They were still very much in the fight despite having lost. Darth Vader and the Emperor. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Um, can either of you two name me a female character not named Princess Leia or Queen Amidala? Um, I came up does, with... Doesn't does Padme oh. count? <laughs> no. <laughs> How about that chick that was pretending to be Padme and then got blown up? I suppose. Didn't Kara Knightley play that girl? Yeah. Got blown up? It was either her or one of the other two. Kira Knightley was one of the four in that group. Okay. It was Natalie Portman, Kira Knightley, and two others. But those characters don't have names. Like, are there are there female characters? I was able to come up with one. Only no, from the one, movies, one of, right? So Mary yes. Jade doesn't count? Yeah, no, you can't say you can't oh. use any of the expanded universe. Yeah, I, I assume the movies. Because, yeah, Mary Jade would be the perfect one. Oh, oh, I got it. Um... <laughs> Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> Who? Yeah, Shmi. Okay. Shmi. Oh, okay, there you go. That's one. I didn't have her. Nice. No, um, oh, God, what is her name? Uh, she's the, the, the rebel version of Grand Moff Tarkin, and she's, it's oh. like her and Admiral Akbar. She's the one who says many Bothans died? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. She has a name? Well, everyone in Star Wars Yeah, she does, I and I everyone, come on, everyone in Star Wars has a name. Everyone. Uh, everyone has at least a thousand word Wikipedia page on Yeah, the Star guy, the, the guy whose hand got caught off. In Tatooine, I'm pretty sure he's got like a bunch of like a comic like series about him. Like yeah, I'm, like that guy, like the guy who goes, you're be careful, you'll be dead. Yeah, you'll be that's, dead. That's <laughs> Doctor Avazan. That's his name. Yeah, that's Doctor Avazan, and it's Pondababa. Or yeah, I think that's right. Good pull, great pull, Rob. Pondababa is the other guy, right? Yeah, the one who got his arm chopped off. Yeah. So yeah. I had one other female. So we got Shmi Skywalker. We've got, we don't know her name, but she said many Bothans died to bring us this information, woman. I had Aunt Baru. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Aunt, Aunt Baru. That was the right. only one I had off the top of my dome, yes. other than Princess Leia and Queen Amidala. So the female race, not well represented. And other than that, you see like a few Twi'lek slaves that are dancing around for Jabba. Uh, no, that's true, I guess. Mon the, Mothma. The one... That's her fucking that's name. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Mon Mothma. Yeah. Great pull. Great pull. Yeah, I think the one the the one Twi'lek slave that got dumped into the Rancor pit is like Uga or something like she that. She has a name. Oh my. Oh yeah, they all have fucking names. <laughs> Why would you waste that? That's great though. And they probably got a like entire character background of how she became Jabba's slave. That, and I'm sure like there's that. some sort of probably. weird 300 page novel about her. Uh, well, the thing <laughs> is like. Speaking of the novels, I think what the book is um, like Tales from Jabba's Palace. I think the first chapter is about the dude that was like the Rancor trainer. The guy that runs in and cries about it the cries? Rancor dying. Yeah. It's about him. And there's like fucking 40 pages or some shit or 30 pages about uh, their story together. Like going out into the desert and like, I'm going to let the Rancor go for a run. <laughs> That's a really good uh, thing that they did in, in the Old Republic. Uh, they had the one instance where you fight... Uh, it's basically their version of Jabba the Hutt. There's some hut that owns uh, pizza. Maybe. No, it's not Pizza <laughs> the Hutt, but there's a hut who runs, you know, he's, he's just an evil hut. You have to fight your way through his palace. And at a certain point, he drops you into a Rancor pit. And you have to fight the Rancor. And then when you kill the Rancor, his, like, den master or something like that is like, you killed my goddamn pet. And then jumps down. <laughs> you have to fight him afterwards. It's a pretty cool sequence. I rather enjoyed that one. Um, I, I looked it up. The Twilight Dancer's name is Ula. Ula, yeah. And the Wikipedia Rob, page is extensive. 
<laughs> and all my, okay, appearances. The appearances list has uh, about thirty entrances. Mm-hmm. Like there's so that she's appeared in thirty different things. Okay, interesting. Yeah, she had she was on on screen for like right. what fifteen seconds. Yeah, twenty seconds, and so... and that went through to she's been in like thirty different oh. comics, video games, whatever guides. Just references. <laughs> Every character has a flushed out backstory. Fucking Star Wars. Gotta love Apparently, it. she was uh, tricked into becoming a dancer by Bib Fortuna. Uh, that's the dude who, with the snake head, right? Who is... Yeah, he's the weak minded fool. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. The one Java's like, you weak minded fool. Yeah, the one with his, uh, well, his head basically wrapped around his neck or whatever. The, yeah, whatever. The like, ears or. Whatever is he a Twi'lek? Is that what he was? Yeah, like? yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so I think they're yeah, called. That's what the dude Twi'leks look like. Really, that's disgusting. I think they were called Leku, the thing that. Now I'm, you know, digging deep into my Star Wars knowledge, but those like weird tentacle things that the Twi'leks have on the top yeah. of the domes, I think they're called Leku, and I only know that because, uh, Vet, who's your slave in in the Sith warrior storyline in, uh, in the Old Republic talks about him a whole mess and then i had to look it up and be like oh that's what she's talking about <laughs> my favorite thing to do with vet in that storyline by the way is in the conversation you have with her there's always in the one conversation shock you have vet. there's always the option to shock vet <laughs> <laughs> you sick sick bastard i could never do that what you didn't shock her every time no and then my guy was dark dark in that game <laughs> so good he was dark dark but had a heart yeah, I suppose. For his Twi'lek slave, who he was boning, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Davo Seaworth once said, if you're a famous smuggler, you aren't doing it right. Mike Leapock, is Han Solo doing it right? Oh, yeah, nobody knows who he is. Really? I mean, well, the people who he works for knows who he is, but, I mean, yeah. it seems like other people don't. Like, the people who know who he is are... It, but the, emp- the Empire generally doesn't. Even though in the, I don't know if this is official plot or just extended universe, but he was a like, he was an agent for the Empire. Um, but he, uh, I don't know. Other people generally don't know who he is, except for his employers and people who he owes money. Lots and, and, and lots of money. And if which Empire... is which is uh, uh, you know a lot of people, so maybe he's not doing that so well. If the Empire does know who he is, do they know who he is, or does he, or do they know the ship? That's a good question. And right. another thing is, how do you think, like, if we're going to get into, like, because there's talk of doing, like, a Han Solo uh, standalone. Like, movie? Yeah. Don't we have, doesn't a scene in that movie have to be when uh, Han wins the Millennium Falcon off of Lando? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, they got to be playing some sort of space cards or space dice or space something or just... It's um oh what's the the card game that you play in Knights of the Republic or something like that? It's a yeah, no, I think um I want to say real names like Baccarat. No, that's a <laughs> no. Game. No, that's what James Bond plays. <laughs> oh, let me. I'll, I'll see if I can quick Google search here. Yeah, I, I don't recall. I never played that game, so I don't remember, and I don't recall it from all the RPG stuff from back in the day. Because that, that's where my knowledge of Pizak. this shit comes It is Pazak. Okay, so I was right. Sweet. Sometimes even, even I amaze myself. Uh, Rob Callflesh, 
What are the odds of successfully navigating an asteroid field? 3,720 to 1. Nice. Well played, good <laughs> sir. And never tell me the odds. Um, <laughs> Mike Lee Park, shouldn't the stormtroopers always have their guns set to stun? Because that's the only time they actually hit their target. <laughs> <laughs> It did seem that the stun shoots out in a giant cone. Yes, it offered <laughs> much more, like, a better, greater fire radius. Like, it was more like the shotgun, except it'll only stun people, right? Yeah, it seems to me, though, it was really actually just set to date rape. <laughs> so, can you imagine if they go back and they're like, there she is, set it to Bill Cosby! <laughs> <laughs> she falls over and goes, you can do anything you want to me, and then falls asleep. <laughs> Oh my God in heaven! Oh man, uh, uh, <laughs> Rob Kalflesh. If quote only Siths deal in absolutes, then how come when you do or do not, there is no try? Because the Jedi, as we had already mentioned, are very <laughs> hypocritical, <laughs> most hypocritical <laughs> bastards on the planet. Um, meaner character name: Jack Porkins or Ellen Sleesbago? <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Sleaze Jack. Bog is the guy who sells the death sticks. Yeah, and he yeah. has an entire background <laughs> on like Wikipedia Gosh. talking about how he like went to college and then fell in with the wrong crowd and ended up selling death sticks. It's a sad, <laughs> sad story. It really Jack is. Jack Porkins would not have been so bad if they didn't put a fat guy in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the guy from Return of the or not Return of the Jedi, Writers of the Lost Ark, too. <laughs> Jack. So which one do you guys think is meaner? <laughs> Both pretty bad. And like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Porkins personally <laughs> because it's just like seriously, dude, you cast me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was the casting call for that? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like like husky space pilot. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're just Name like, equals he, gets, he gets the script and he sees, I can just imagine the actor, he gets the script <laughs> and he sees his name. He's like, my name is Porkins. That's so mean. I love the fact that if you're like uh, Ellen Sleesbago or whatever your name is supposed to be, like, of course you're going to end up selling death sticks. You'd be like, my last name is Sleesbago. I'm not going to run a space charity. <laughs> like, yeah, of course I'm selling death sticks. It's ridiculous. Well, he tried He tried to make it real so hard. He's like, I tried selling cars, and no one would buy from me. <laughs> no one trusts the Sleazebago name. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, do you guys think Boba Fett's going to be in this new movie? The guy everybody loves, but nobody knows why. As long as does he lose his leg? He doesn't he use a concussion grenade to blast his way out that's of the expanded universe again, though. I, yeah, that's it's, the EU. no, it's that's it's the... true, it's true. So if that's the case, and no, um... that I want to see him with like you know a Darth Vader leg, <laughs> which could always happen. Like yeah. he might show up, but I I'm actually hoping he doesn't. Um, I don't think he will it'd be, because it'd be better. I, I think the movie's actually been put together pretty well and. It seems like they're introducing so many new characters. They, it, it'd be completely unnecessary. Yeah. Like, sure, if if they bring him in in a later movie, then w when it's actually like a real device, then sure. But there's no reason to bring him in this early. If they want to bring him in, the whoever that um, what looks to be like an elite stormtrooper, all in black with the cape, if they want to have that as Boba Fett, that he's no longer a bounty hunter and he's now like rocking ass in the. Uh, 
the Empire. Then that's fall. very that's very robot chicken. Like when he was like, Boba's got a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, something I actually thought of that uh, I I mentioned before was the uh, when you said the movie was just um, Boba Fett shooting um, Jar 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 Banks in the head. Uh, It reminds me of uh, one of my favorite video game experiences was when I first started playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront because the first like the first game, because the first mission is you're playing the. like you're playing like droids or whatever against, or no, maybe uh, I don't remember who you're playing as, but you're fighting against Gungans. And so basically you get to shoot Jar Jar Binks in the face over and over and over <laughs> again. You get like, you can easily get like hundred kills yeah. and just every one of them. You're like, now I'm going to throw a grenade at him. Now I'm going to run him over with a tank. And every time he's like, Oh, <laughs> like, Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> fanboys are living out their darkest fantasies right now yeah i was cackling like a maniac and i was like this is the greatest video game i've ever played <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's great and like talk about standalone if you're gonna do the standalone do the boba fett movie right like, oh yeah yeah I, I was actually a collector of the boba fett comics when they were coming out back in the uh, years ago i don't remember when they when i actually got them but they were actually very entertaining any idea why Boba Fett is so goddamn popular? Uh, it's because of the armor. Yeah, it's all armor based, isn't it? Yeah, because he had a cool it, helmet. Yeah, basically, right. It was, it was it, the cool armor because in the original, like prior to the special edition and everything, Boba Fett was in a couple of scenes in Empire and a couple of scenes in Jedi, and he went out like a bitch in Jedi. Oh God! And that's, that's it. One of the worst, like. Star Wars is another one. I don't think anybody gets a good death in Star Wars, do they? If you go through all the deaths in your head, it's like Darth Maul gets chopped in half and falls down a an exhaust port. Yoda would be the closest one. Yeah, just kind of dying. Peacefully I would say in his sleep. he went peacefully, but he was sick. Yeah, so like more or less peacefully in his sleep, and he was like what nine hundred years old or something, supposed to yeah. be some sort of ridiculous age. But other than that, it's just like. Because, I mean, like, when they execute Order 66, all the Jedi are like, huh, am I a Jedi? (laughs) (laughs) If I just drop my lightsaber, will they know who I am? Yeah, and then, oh, who else? And, like, you know, the Emperor, obviously, and the guy's like, you know, the Emperor gets thrown down a port, and, you know, Jet Porkins is like, ah! (laughs) It's like, I'm too fat to escape the ship. Uh... But yeah, I don't think anybody gets a good death in Star Wars. And then, of course, there's Boba Fett, the guy everybody loves. Nobody knows why. There, and it's like, no, Boba like, Fett, Boba Fett, stop! He accidentally launches him in. Yeah. There's also, like, the thing with Boba Fett is that they did not go into the character at all. Like, it, there was a huge mystique around it. So it's it's the armor and the fact that they just didn't know anything. Yeah. So people could invent whatever they wanted Boba Fett to be in their head. And be yeah. like, yeah, sure, he he met, he had an unfortunate end, but he obviously had this amazing backstory because, you know, of just the simple line, you know, no disintegrations, as you wish. It's like, yeah. well, obviously this guy has a history of disintegrating people. That's true. That's awesome. And he, like, he does you, have the only, he is the only guy, because, like, obviously Empire Strikes Back is Darth Vader's tour to force is the greatest, one of the greatest villains of all time, when he goes around just choking everybody in that movie who disappoints him, and 
Yeah. Hey, Boba Fett does sass him at one point in that movie. After we just see him mind choke like nine guys throughout the movie, he's the yeah, guy. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's hey, like he's no good to be dead, right? Yeah, he's like, no good to be dead. He wants his money. That's all he cares about. And he, yeah. and he will, like, you know, mouth up to anyone. So, again, neat guy. But that's it. Like, all you know is he's he's got tons of attitude. He's not scared of anyone. He won't take no shit. And he's known for disintegrating people. And he's got some badass armor. And you don't so, need more, do you? No. No, you really don't. <laughs> Absolutely not. Good point. Glad we hashed this out because I was always kind of wondering that. I was like, is it just the armor? It can't just be the armor. But there's the there's, armor is cool. <laughs> there's also the other bounty hunters that get outside I, of the G88. ones. Yeah, IG88 is the only other bounty hunter to get more than one scene, and it wasn't, and you didn't even know he was in it because it was just a fried corpse of him in uh, Cloud City. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, that was him, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and you've he got, got uh, IG-88. Who are the other ones? There's uh, Dengar. There's Dengar, Zuckus, Forlom, and Zuckus Bosk. and Forlom and Bosk. Yeah. And uh, IG-88. The, the nerd's really coming out on this episode. Oh, I'm loving <laughs> it. Absolutely. I, I, I have to admit, I have a book that's called the... It, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about the bounty hunters. And it's the stories of all the bounty hunters hunting down... Han Solo. Well, I changed past that book as well. That's a good one. Yeah, I think I read that one years ago. Don't yeah. stop my dome. The uh, and you got to fight IG88 in uh, Shadows of the Empire. The uh, game, pretty good game at the time, but I went back and I replayed it. Honestly, it doesn't hold up when no. you play that on the sixty-four. <laughs> that was definitely a uh, yeah. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> you're running around as Dash Rendar and you're like, boy, this sucks. <laughs> Are you going to say if you're going to go back to the 64, give that one a pass? Yeah, maybe <laughs> pop in Mario 64, Star Fox 64 has got better dog fights and yeah, like just Donkey Kong is a lot better for third person stuff. So like, I don't know. Um, do you think the Jedi could have been more effective in stopping the Sith? Sith? If they didn't just sit in semicircles all the time, I think the Jedi could have been more effective in stopping the Sith if they did anything other than what they did. <laughs> they could have gone outside and just thrown rocks randomly from the window, and they could have been more effective at stopping the Sith. So you're saying sending Obi Wan Kenobi to do literally everything was a bad idea? <laughs> well, they put all their yeah, they put all their eggs in that one basket, and we're adding Qui-Gon to it as well, I guess. But uh, yeah, with, yeah with, depending on which movies you're Yeah, which Qui-Gon talking. sprinkled in there a little bit, but they're the yeah. only ones who only actively do anything. But otherwise, yeah, it was they did a it's like we gotta we wanna think before we act. And they definitely overthank <laughs> what they were doing. Oh my god. It's a lot of convoluted stuff in these movies, really like but then they got to write it all off with this, like, the, uh, what was it? It's like, you know, cloud, the future's cloudy, like, they can't see it, the dark side's, something's blocking uh, them seeing the future. So it's like, all right, so you're just chilling? You want to just go get drunk? <laughs> None of them drink, apparently. Well, no, they had except to, yeah. except for Obi Wan when you know he gets exiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Well, although he did order a drink at the bar right before he was offered death sticks. But did he drink it? Vago. <laughs> no, that's a good question. I don't know because I've only ever seen Attack of the Clones once, so I don't have super detailed memory of Attack of the Clones. So I don't know. Either you guys know if he I, he orders a drink and it's definitely in his hand 
I think he drink, I think he he drinks out of it. Did he? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I feel like he did actually take a drink. Hmm. Oh, good. For or it's, it's like, oh, he took a drink once. Booze hound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That leads to the dark side. <laughs> As we all take a drink now. He's drinking Kraken. That leads to the dark side of the rum. <laughs> um, so liquidy smooth. You know, I just have to say, I, I, I have to get this out. Our talking about the bounty hunters just makes me think of the um, the robot chicken Star Wars special, <laughs> where it shows that the reason that Bosk isn't wearing shoes is because he's, he, he took manners. his shoes off at the door because he has manners. So he's like, what, yeah. am I the only one who takes my shoes off at the door? <laughs> and he's like, all right, go get him, everyone. And everyone runs out of the room to go get Han Solo. Uh, and he's trying to loose his boot, <laughs> lace his boots back up. And he's like, manners are their own reward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that after we... Turn uh, this spot off. Yeah, that's I, definitely happening. Yeah, in, a, in addition to watching all three of the like episodes four, five, and six, I also watched the three robot chickens and the Family Guys. Oh, nice! It's like, well, I'm having lunch. All right, put some yeah. on. My my favorite joke, though, and now we're just quoting jokes from other people. <laughs> but my favorite one of the Family Guy, and I'm not a big Family Guy fan. In fact, I hate the shit out of Family Guy. But the the first Star Wars parody was pretty damn good. And my favorite part is when they get in the elevator to take Chewbacca up and it plays like the Muzak version of the Emperor theme where it's just like, da, 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 da. That's so, like, I wanted that for as my, like, cell phone ranker so bad. That is a, like, family guy barely writes jokes, but that was a tremendous joke, I will say. Um, more racist character depictions. <laughs> Those two jive-talking robots from Transformers 2 or anything in the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> As someone who hasn't seen Transformers 2, I'm going to go with anything in the Star Wars prequels. It's they're it's all bad, all of it. It's, yeah. like, it's all bad. Like they had well the, the the robots from Transformers, they were basically these two robots that reinforced basically Latino stereotypes and then there was Jazz who <coughs> I guess Why they is were a like a black guy named Jazz. Yeah, he was yeah. a black guy basically. Who knew? And it was just like but said in like 2006 said the most like was essentially like the pimp in <laughs> Superman in the 70s where he was like, "Say Jim, that's a bad outfit." Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and definitely went Rick Flair on it. Oh god, it was so bad. Uh, and like anything in Star Wars like they had um Oh god! Like who were those two fish face guys that were basically the Asian stereotypes? And they're like, "This isn't supposed to happen." <laughs> oh, oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> what are those guys' names? Uh, oh, god. I don't. I don't know the prequel names as well. No, me neither. Those what's, guys had names. That was like Viceroy, the Viceroy Gunray or something. Gunray, yeah, Viceroy yeah, yeah. Gunray, yeah. And they were like the Asian stereotypes, and then Watto was basically. It was like all yeah. Otto was mostly anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah. Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, only money. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and then, oh, then in charge our Here's a dollar. Oh, <laughs> so bad. Oh, God, there's so much slavery in all of these movies. <laughs> so bad. Um, now. Now, and it feels weird to say, uh, what I'm about to say is going to say weird, having said that we basically just said 
every character in the prequels was a racist archetype. Um, but I think right up there, shoulder to shoulder with Jar Jar Binks and how terrible it was, was the fact that for some reason in Attack of the Clones, there was a 50s nostalgia diner in space. <laughs> yeah. With a, like a short order cook that <laughs> showed up with. That I'm really was, disappointed that, was that someone didn't put like a nickel into the thing and play a song from Greece. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Christopher McDonald to show up at some point and be like, as Goose McKenzie. <laughs> like, what's going on, Obi Wan? Like, All right, my girl. <laughs> so if episode four was done in the 70s and episode two was done. Obviously, in terms of the Star Wars universe, was earlier, about 20 years earlier. 20 to 30, yeah, give or take it. Um, so if episode four was done in the 70s, 20 or so years earlier, it's like, well, that's the 50s. So, yeah, there's going to be a 50s diner. It's a bit of a stretch. But, uh... <laughs> but like, it, was, it, it wasn't it was just... You're you're trying to, like, uh, justify going... some bullshit that's just... Uh, that's so, yeah, it, was, it wasn't like... Gosh, all right, I didn't mind the diner being there. All right, yeah. so I didn't mind the diner. It's just the fact that it was built like a '50s nostalgia cafe, and it wasn't a '50s nostalgia cafe for their world. It was a '50s nostalgia cafe for our world, which is yeah. in a galaxy far, far away. So, like, why are there stools a long time ago? Like, oh my god! Like you could walk up and order like a malt or something it, like that. it was on Coruscant, so let me get a root beer float please they might have had everything i guess they, they have whatever floats your boat because the whole the whole planet's a city i guess but i don't know that was a tough pill to swallow and the fact that like the short order cook at the 50s nostalgia cafe apparently had like his finger on the pulse of the galaxy because he was able to to turn Obi-Wan in the direction of the clones. Well, Obi-Wan uh, was also a frequent customer there because they seem to have a connection. Furthering the theory of his drinking problem that Lee Fox is saying, <laughs> oh, we're onto something here. Oh, man. Oh, rough day at the Jedi Temple? <laughs> Don't get me started. It's like, yeah, Obi-Wan. Or... long neck. Lost Qui-Gon had to kill somebody. Weirdest thing. <laughs> that... Bitch-ass kid that I gotta train. <laughs> Keeps crying about his mommy. What do do about that? I was just remembering uh, how we talked about um, bad deaths in this movie, because I forgot about the worst death of all time in the Star Wars movie, which is the Emperor killing... Um, oh, God, what's the, 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 the squid Jedi? I can't, I'm blanking on his name because I've had too many scotches. What the hell is oh, his name? Uh, Kit Fisto. Kit yeah. Fisto. My, one of my favorite Jedis who look badass. Kit Fisto gets no lines in the movie and the Emperor, like, swings at him with a lightsaber. He goes, ah! <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh, that was really embarrassing looking. Yeah, nobody, like, Kit Fisto or Boba Fett, who had the worst death? I'm not sure. It's definitely Boba Fett, but... Oh, yeah, oh, it's you, definitely you know Boba I, Fett because I, he died on accident. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I think actually had... Maybe it wasn't a good death, but it was a really entertaining death? Was Jango Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett's father. Because he's... You know, he he kills a couple of Jedi. Yeah. Like he shoots a couple of Jedi, and then he 
you know, gets up with Mace Windu and he doesn't run away. Yeah. He tries to shoot him in the face like 10 times and then Mace Windu cuts his head off. That's true. But Mace and it's Windu like, was... you know what? Like, if you're going to go down, like you may, you're going to go down fighting. And, you know, so, OK, I'm, I'm putting him down as a good death. <laughs> All right. Since you brought that that's up, not bad. is Jango Fett's head still in that helmet? Oh, it definitely is. Oh, yes. And that's what makes Boba Fett so e- evil is scooping his dead's. Uh, his dead dad's head out of that helmet with an ice cream scoop before he can use it. <laughs> but then he, did he recolor the armor? Because that is not the same armor. No, no, it, it's later. the same style, but it's, it's, uh, he, it's definitely he picked different up a colors. different set of Mandalorian armor. Yeah, no, well, different set of Mandalorian armor. The Mandalorians have been dead for like a thousand years at this point. And at that, in that story, again, I guess this is extended. more expanded universe. There's, yeah. there's only like six pieces of the, or like six suits of that armor around no i'm guarantee it's got to be the same armor he just either yeah. repainted it or he's been like shot so many times that it just <laughs> changed it's, color maybe it's sun damage i don't know it's it's no longer near mint it's, yeah it's, it's, it's as not, soon as he took it out of the package like, the color all went to shit. yeah it's not it's no longer mint in box <laughs> oh man miss window hand me my lightsaber which one which had to be a different color. It's the one that says bad motherfucker on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Leapock, were those the droids we were looking for? No. Damn it. All right, move along. Yeah. Move along. Move along. Um, Rob Coughlesh. <laughs> Instead of a worm-pooping robot, why didn't they just send a robot with a laser attached to it to shoot Padme while she was asleep? Oh, <laughs> I was like, I never fully oh, understood like, that. They like, it, like put this like it was very James Bondy, right? Because they did the same thing in James Bond in one of the Sean Connery ones where, oh yeah, they uh they, they, put, they, a they put a tarantula. It, that's in Doctor No. Yeah, they put yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're right, Doctor No. They put a tarantula in when they could have easily brought a gun and shot him in the face while he was sleeping. <laughs> well, not only that, it's like okay. At first, when you started yeah, that question, I'm like, I have room. no idea what you're talking about. While he's sleeping, he's like, I'll put this tarantula in here and then walk away. <laughs> yeah, and it was so bad. And they do the same thing in Star Wars. They put like a weird worm pooping robot. <laughs> I guess uh, centipede or something like that. It was yeah, some sort of space something, right? And then it were just... they trying to keep it su- like subtle, like oh she died and. It wasn't this what are they doing with thing? a giant bug afterwards? Yeah, so, but, but it's just like okay. So if that was the case, like so, cut open your hole instead of feeding the tube of these worm things, and it's like drop a thermal detonator. That's <laughs> yeah. the effect. Exactly. Or just have it like sniper laser and just be like, all right, pew, problem solved, and robot out. Right? Like, yeah. If you, know. you if you have a laser that's strong enough to cut through the glass, you obviously have a laser that's strong enough to cut through the glass and cut through her face. Yeah. <laughs> Or it's like you cut through the glass, like, now I'm just going to put my gun through here. <laughs> it's essentially the same thing as, oh, pardon me, Luke Skywalker's plan in Return of the Jedi, where there was no reason for them to show up one at a time to Jabba's palace and have it be weirdly more <laughs> polluted. And Three years later? Yeah, like, they, they could show up and be like, all right, throw that thermal detonator in there, and then I'll come in there, lightsaber blazing, and you shoot, and we'll grab on, we'll get out of here. Yeah. Han's clearly protected in carbon. We're, exactly. We'll just grab him and go, right? A little snatch and grab. There's no reason to send Lando in and have him somehow trick, you know, <laughs> trick Jabba into becoming part of his guard, and then we'll offer him R2 and 3PO to show we're serious, and then we'll send Leia in, and then I'll go. <laughs> it's just... I've never actually... Oh, I've been on the fence on which path to think about this. It was so Lando's in there. Is he 
faking trying to be a Grimorian guard, or is he just like, I am a guard? I, I, <laughs> because dude, he's black, he can blend in anywhere. As the only non-Grimorian dude. guard there. Yeah. And it's like, warriors. oh, it's like, so I have that thing in front of my mouth. So you guys, I'm really <laughs> fun totally of that. tell that I'm that I'm 180 pounds instead of 350 and not green. And it's He's not like the Grimorians look like African-Americans. They're giant pink creature guys, right? So that might be, you know what? You just pointed out another incredibly racist thing that happens in Star Wars. Oh my lord. And it's probably the worst one. I've never been clear on which route they were trying to do it. Is like, is he, is he there as like, you know, I want a job, I want to do this? Or yeah, was... am I infiltrating as one of them? Yeah, I never, because you know what? I never thought of it the way that you're thinking of it, which is great. Because I always just thought it is they sent Lando in first to be like, I want to be a guard here. And, you know, just so they had an inside man, right? And then they were yeah. like, all right, a Gamorrean was just killed. You take his armor, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Not Lord. Like it would fit. You, you know what, though? I, I actually think it's it's a, a much, much less racist thing. Um, I think it's actually on the opposite end of that in that we, if you think about all the races there, it's Jabba is a really, like, equal opportunity employer. Like he is you know, no opportunity <laughs> slavist. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> you're a Gamorrean. You you got a guy that you know, the, the guy that gets uh you know knocked off of the skiff by Luke. He's kind of got a, like a vomit face or like looks Is like that the guy he like like fake kicked one of the greatest bloopers of all time when he yeah Luke well yeah that that that's the, the, the great dude the weak way. was that yeah. him yeah just well weak way is the one with the vomit face. Um, I, I don't know the vomit face. So. But the uh, <laughs> the guy who gets kicked off, where he kicks and then like he jumps, what like a while later, and it's yeah, like, he, well, yeah, like and, yeah, and, and if you're really tight on the shot, Luke or like Mark Hamill misses him by like a good foot. But it was the like, same thing happens in uh, in <laughs> the Batman. Um, which one? Which Batman movie is it? Is it uh, Dark Knight Returns? There Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Where he's, Dark, he's Dark rises. With, uh, but he's fighting with all those bad guys, and one of them like Catwoman runs up to him and then yeah. just jumps backwards while his back is turned. Yeah, that was when him and Catwoman were fighting Bane's dudes on the roof. That was oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, it, it happened in, in WrestleMania as well with Matt yeah. Hardy and some. I think Jeff Hardy as well. <laughs> yeah, like, are you gonna do this? Oh, it's like yeah. there's like two feet between you. <laughs> yeah, there that was no... a bad camera shot. Yeah, wrestling's had some bad ones before, <laughs> some some bad messes. Uh, Rocky Four too, in the fight with Drago, there was the part where Drago like had Rocky pinned in the corner, and then uh, Drago takes a swing and misses by like a foot, and Sly Stallone throws his head back anyway and falls into the corner. So that was another famous missed punch or kick in movie history. There's also every single scene in uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ever. <laughs> but, yeah, but I think that was more of a that might have been intentional. Yeah, the, or not just that. I think that was also more of a budget thing where they're like, we can only use five putties, so we can't have them get hurt with. <laughs> we can't. We, yeah. we, we, we've got to get these costumes back to the costume shop exactly. by five. We can't so scuff we can't them. Make them dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Uh, Rob Callflesh, scale of one to ten, how excited are you for December eighteenth? Uh, I'm pretty excited because I'm going to co-worker's Christmas party, but I'm going to go see Star Wars on the 19th, I hope. Nice. <laughs> but no, I, I don't have the tickets, but I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for yeah. the, the new movie. I, I, at first when the trailer was initially released, it's like, I don't know. The, now 
with my current age, like the prequels, they were a bit of a letdown. I actually, when I, I saw episode three at the midnight screening and near the end, I started falling asleep. I, yeah. The second time I went to see, sorry, I just interrupted you there. Yeah, no, I went I, to see Phantom Menace twice. And the second time I, I absolutely fell asleep. And luckily, whoever I was with, I don't remember who it was, woke me up in time for the lightsaber fight. At the end. <laughs> That's very good of them. But I mean, I did kind of enjoy um, Revenge of the Sith, but I mean, my, oh, body, my body, my yeah, but my body can't take those midnight screenings. So with the the new one, like at first, I'm like, all right, that's cool, like yeah, that's fine, like hopefully it's good. We've been let down before. Um, but as the date's getting closer and closer, I'm actually more, ex I'm getting more and more excited to see it. Also because the trailers haven't spoiled that much. No. There haven't been, oh, here's all these scenes, much like um, Batman versus Superman. It's like, well, I feel like we've just seen the whole fucking movie. Yeah. So that's not the case. Like, there's a good chance everything that's been spoiled so far uh, with teasers and trailers and TV spots has been the first 20 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. And you know the movie's going to be at least two hours long. So there's a good chance you truly don't know anything that's going to happen. I'm really curious to know what's going on with the scene with the, the burnt-up uh, Darth Vader helmet. Yep. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But I will not be able to see it on the 18th. Hopefully the 19th. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the slightest clue when I'm going to go see it. Uh, Mike Leapock. How uh, excited are you for the current Star Wars Force Awakens movie? Oh, I'm super excited. It is the first movie that has come out in, like, oh, God, years that I've been, like, that I've actually thought I'm going to see that in theaters. Um, almost all other movies, I'm like, yeah, I will see that, you know, eventually, when it comes out on DVD or something. There, or if, I, uh, I feel or though, if a group of people are going to go get trashed and uh, go see Yeah, it. or if, if someone's like, hey, you want to go see this in the theaters? I'm like, okay, sure. I'll do that as an event, but this um, I, I will go see on my own. I won't see it on the 18th. I don't know when I'll see it. Yeah, me neither. Um, because I'm just like so busy around this time, but it's I I will see it eventually. Like it will happen eventually. If it's gonna, if it has to be like, and it will like, happen in I'm, theater. I'm getting, I'm, I have an evening free finally. It's Tuesday night. I don't care. Like oh, there's a showing at seven. You know, if that's when I have to go, that's when I'll go. Yeah, but it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna see it, and I really hope I'm gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't know when I'm gonna go see it, but I'm obviously gonna go see it. I'm not sure if they're gonna be doing because there's some theaters, and I think they're doing them in the states. I don't know if they're doing them up here in Canada, but some of them are doing 24 hour screenings, and I would be willing to attempt to get to a you know, like a four o'clock in the morning type viewing or stuff, even though I'm, I'm, I'm no longer a young man and probably can't <laughs> get off work and then you're handle just that straight sort to the thing. movies. <laughs> yeah. But I might, uh, I might give it a shot. I don't know if they do that up here. I, I, I certainly would because God, I love some stars. And I realized we just ripped on star Wars sort of back. We kind of backhandedly ripped it on star Wars for our, an hour and 30 minutes, but but it is some good. Yeah, there's still some yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. And even like okay, even even going back to that that scene with the freaking stupid centipede, and um, 
you know, the stupid centipede that comes in and, you know, tries to kill Amidala and all the, the flaws of that scene. That was actually still a, an enjoyable scene. Uh, mm. Like, a thing about it, I was like, no, I actually remember really like watching that because how it goes is that the window gets cut open and the centipede comes through and Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin are, are talking and then they both realize at the same time that something is bad is happening. They jump in and kill the thing and then Anakin jumps out the window. Or no, is it Obi-Wan who jumps out the window? I don't know. One of them does. I think it's uh, like an Anakin move. Uh, one of them jumps out the okay. window and grabs That's onto like the droid to go to catch it, and it's yeah, you know, it's Anakin. It's like, you know that was actually really badass. <laughs> I think it's um, Anakin because I think Obi Wan was then flying the thing to catch him. Yeah. Again, it's a prequel. I didn't rewatch. Uh, I think the last time I saw those prequels was last year at Christmas when Richard and I watched them in the machete order. Yeah. Because oh, we yeah. have uh, at Christmas time when we wrap gifts. We watch movies, and every movie we must have wrapped at least one gift. Yeah, that's how slow we wrap because you know we're watching machete a movie. Is, <laughs> machete order is what four, five, two, three, six, and skip one. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, Richard did message me. We were hoping to get him on for this pod, but I just couldn't work it out apparently. But he <laughs> did message me to say that he is on. <laughs> with like his his big prediction is that um Boba Fett will 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 be in the new Star Wars movie and Boba Fett is uh, obviously a very <laughs> yeah. of great significance to that per individual that we all know uh, yeah he, unless he chooses to deny it I'm pretty sure Boba Fett's his favorite character I don't think there's any question about it quite frankly um Man, I just, I am so excited for this Star Wars movie. I mean, my, my dog's name is Lando, for God's sake. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just... He's so damn cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's just... Oh, God. I, I mean, I love Star Wars so much, even, even you know, with all its flaws and <laughs> bull dink and stuff. I'm going to have to go watch it. I mean, I, it's, I just... It's true. Rewatching those movies, like... God, like just removing the special effects yeah. of like the special edition, all that. It's like, wow, yeah, there's there's some flaws here. <laughs> and just oh yeah, just remember what you saw it the first time. Don't worry about it. Just Big, let it go. <laughs> yeah, plot, plot holes you can drive trucks through. In the just end. don't think about. It. <laughs> and a new hope, man. I tell you, that's a tough one to sell on kids. Have you ever, have you guys tried to watch a new hope recently? The first. 45 minutes of episode four slow that is very slow because basically vader shows up a few pew pews and then they shoot uh c3po and r2 to tatooine and then they're just walking around in the desert for 40 minutes and it's just luke's arguing about how he can't go to tashi station to pick up power converters and it's just like what is where's my star wars you know right it's just... well one of the things like having just rewatched the the original three um i mean i knew it before but having just rewatched it it kind of just hammered at home everybody was fucking terrified of darth vader yeah i mean True, like all the characters so were just terrified of him because it's just like we screwed up. It's like, fuck. Someone's gonna die. Apology accepted, Captain. Yeah. God, Nita. that line is so badass. That's my favorite line in all of Star Wars. And it, there was only one scene, and it was in Empire when, um, when they were going after the Millennium Falcon, like after um, Cloud City. 
So it's like, okay, so they disabled the hyperdrive. It's like, all right, that's fine. It's like, we'll catch them. And then they restore it and off they go. Vader's looking out the window and watches the Millennium Falcon go to light speed. And then just looks away. Yeah. Looks and, back. And everybody's like, everybody's looks quick, look busy. <laughs> and then as he walks down like the, not the hallway, but just in that room, yeah, as he walks like away, or whatever in the everybody's of. just like, Oh my God! Someone's gonna die. I hope it's not me. Everybody's just like, nobody look at him. Quick, look busy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Buttons. <laughs> that was the only time oh. he didn't kill anybody when he clearly should have. And that was so good too. He killed like, people for less. Yeah, and like Vader's like just standing there, and he goes, and it, and and I mean, he does that walk where, he, but his walk is also kind of like it's an angry, I didn't get him walk, but also it's at the same time he's like, eh. I'll get him eventually. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Oh, and that's what makes him so badass. And then it's I, because of the mask. Like you can't see his yeah. facial expression. So everybody's assuming it's like, oh my god, he's pissed. He's gonna kill us. And yet he, realize, on the inside he's like, Motherfucker. In reality, he's actually just like smiling and being like, Yes, all it, is according to plan. It's tough. It's tough to watch Empire, which is obviously the greatest of the Star Wars movies and cannot be debated. Um it's it's tough to watch that one, and then as you're watching it, you realize the last time, the last frame of Darth Vader we saw was no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I honestly considered starting this pod with that. <laughs> we probably should have. There was no way we were gonna go through the entire pod without going no. <laughs> Actually, and they had to drag poor James Earl Jones in to do that no too. It was just like, well, well here's the thing, having. Like, <laughs> I'm going to just keep mentioning it because I've had almost a third of a bottle of Black Label. Right now. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Um, having rewatched the three, yeah. the original three, um, when Luke does know when he finds out Vader's his father and the whole, uh, the prequels yeah. were meant to like mirror the, the original trilogy. It's like, yeah. oh, look, there's the no between the Skywalkers. That's true. Oh, But somehow it worked with Luke. Yeah, yeah, that one was. It worked with you know, that's not true. That's impossible. Like that, was, I don't know. That was really and good. That, and like the and Simpsons, then it gets the Darth Vader. He's just like no. And the Simpsons did. <laughs> the Simpsons did that. If there was one movie going experience that I could go back in time, and and like just wish that I could have witnessed that as it happened in the theaters, it would have been go back in time to when Empire Strikes Back was a movie. And we had no internet, you know, barely any channels on TV. So there was no way that ending was going to get spoiled for you whatsoever. And then go in and then have Darth Vader go, no, I am your father. And then just be like, oh, like just hear the, just <laughs> do you, hear do everybody you, just in the theaters go, oh my God. Because nobody saw that coming in a million. Do you guys remember the first time you watched Empire and came across that scene? Because I don't. I don't remember how I reacted the first well, time I, I heard that. Well, I always knew that Vader was Luke's father because it was just, it was such, it was so ingrained in society, in the lexicon of society, right? That Vader was, and it had been parodied so many times and I like I'd seen Simpsons parodies of it and stuff. And, but when, no, had, I, when I, 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 I don't, I don't remember seeing it like, I, I when I like I don't remember my first time ever watching the movies because I watched them as a kid, like as a young like I remember as being even like six knowing the Star Wars movies well and yeah. knowing them you know all you know I, I I've seen them a bunch of times at that point yeah so I I 
there's <laughs> I think the first time I saw the movie I probably didn't even like react because I didn't understand because I was like three years old <laughs> yeah yeah like I don't remember because I what I don't I know the first time I ever saw a single scene of Star Wars I remember it was in like fucking either 1990 or 91 I came home from like a card convention or something and my dad was well oh, that's a way back play on on TV. <laughs> It was on, and I walked in on the scene with Vader and Obi-Wan fighting in A New Hope. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what this is, but I don't remember. And is there more of this? <laughs> yeah. But then I don't remember actually watching all three of the movies until um, necessarily like three or four years later. And I know I had seen them, but I don't remember how I reacted to any of it. And I would have been like 13 or something. No. I don't even about 10. But I still don't remember. I'm lucky to remember what was happening last week to tell the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let alone years ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... it's... I, I was always really, really ingrained in the Star Wars universe because my brother was a big fan and my brother is 10 years older than I am. And, like, he actually, like, knew the movies, like, as they... Yeah came out kind of thing and he like i have uh tucked away in a box somewhere a whole bunch of the original toys because they were his Don't like i bought an original a millennium <laughs> falcon and you know stuff like that is it out of the box it's it so out of the box, box. <laughs> <Yeah>. no! <laughs> like it could not uh, be apparently so when i was uh like a toddler i bit the head off of his darth vader oh my goodness <laughs> That's one I would cry. That would make yeah. me cry. He well, it would was not happy. Back then, you may have cried, but for a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was pretty furious about that. Oh, man. Star Wars toy, I broke. My brother and I, when the, uh, when the 20th anniversary for the special editions came out in 97, my brother and I absolutely had the fake plastic extendo lightsabers where you would go like you would go like you would flick them with your wrist and then they would extend into one and they oh, yeah they had the sound effect i had the darth vader he had the luke skywalker one we definitely broke ours on <laughs> doing <laughs> lightsaber fights in the basement it's like day one no but <laughs> fight day one fight one all right let's try this out smash they both yeah. matter yeah. it lasted a little longer than that but not much longer i'll say that we definitely smashed those up Oh man, it was so good. Oh god, I'm so excited for this Star Wars movie. So that uh, I guess puts a wrap on our Star Wars lead up. I mean, this wasn't uh, that did that didn't sound like 30 questions. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was close to 30. I don't know. Someone go back and count. I was probably way off. But uh, oh, okay. Oh, you gotta, you've gone through your list. All right. You, you got to. Oh, you want to fire at me? <laughs> yeah. If if you're okay with hijacking, I actually have a question for each of you. Go right ahead. What is your favorite non-movie Star Wars thing? It can be any book, any video game, any show, even like if you have a specific episode or anything like that. Like, what's your favorite non-movie Star Wars iteration? Wow. I'm going to have to take a second. I don't actually know the whole flushed out um, storylines or anything, but I want, I want to say Mara Jade. I would love to have seen that character in... Um, the, the next three movies 
or at any point in time on some sort of, uh, whether it be animated or, or live action, doesn't matter. But I would love to have seen that um, in film. I don't appreciate it. For me, my brain immediately off the top of my dome piece goes to two things. One, the Tarkovsky or Tartakovsky, I'm not sure how you pronounce him. Jendi Tartakovsky. Yeah. Jendi Tartakovsky, who, um, by the way, uh, topic for another podcast, but Samurai Jack is coming back and back. Uh, <laughs> he's back working on that. Um, yep. <laughs> Double woo. That clo- start like that Clone Wars where he did like twenty five minute shorts, like five to set five to ten minute shorts that bridged the gap between uh, Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. That was the best thing that came from those prequels. That or yeah. the Old Republic MMORPG. I had a lot of fun playing that game. I haven't played it in like a year, but man i had a lot of fun playing that you got to have you got to be your own star wars character in that sort of and kind of design them the way you wanted to and i just any star wars rpg is there for me what about you lee Pac? what would your answer be for um actually my i i, I have to go with the um the original knights of the old republic video game oh yes yeah that one was all like public stuff all that oh, that video game was so good i remember like the first time i finished it I was like, all right. Playing the bad guy the whole time? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then, but when I finished it, I was like, all right, let's do that again. And I just fired up a new character and I started from the beginning. And I was like, I know this is a single player game, but I just want to play this again. It was so good. And did then, you follow the same path or did you go a different path? Oh no, I went completely different. I actually, I played it through three times, um, pretty much back to back. Light, dark, and, and down the middle? No, no, the first one was down the middle because the first one was just like, I'm going to play it as if I was doing it. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. I ended up down the middle where I was like screwing over some people because I was like, fuck, you're such a douchebag. And then there's some people that I just can't be mean to, like the, uh, what are they named? The, the Hammerhead guys. Yeah. Um, those. Ognots or something like that? Yeah, I, I just can't be mean to dudes. them. So whatever they want, even though they're like, you know, they're the giant hippies, but I just really like them. So I. I <laughs> They wanted anyway, so I'd be like the most evil Sith Lord, and then going like hardcore hippie whenever they showed up, and then uh, you know, and then I, I then I went hardcore evil, and then I went the good route the next time, and different classes and stuff. Uh, but that one, I, that game is just that game is a masterpiece. So yeah. good. Uh, but then also, I would say the Jendi Tartakovsky uh, Clone Wars was absolutely phenomenal. I still watch yeah. that sometimes yeah it's on youtube they've got the full it's like two hours long but it's basically a youtube movie you can watch if you want to yeah because that's the two seasons where each episode is like 10 minutes right yeah they're like five to ten minutes yeah it's not not even 10 minutes it's like there's like five minute shorts kind of thing like it's basically like i I have the two seasons and i considered putting them on but i never i never did but they're pretty but i thoroughly enjoyed them that's where the force punch was invented i believe and like like the four like Tarkovsky and, and his writing staff invented the force punch with Mace Windu and then yeah. they loved it so much they were like, we're stealing that and putting it in the fucking movies. <laughs> right? Like, what was I can't remember the one sis name. Um she had the two crooked uh lightsabers. Oh, oh uh, um, Ventress. Asai Ventress. Yeah. So badass. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, she was pretty sweet. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that. They used her in that. They used but her I could I couldn't picture that character not in the animated uh, shorts 
Like, I couldn't see them successfully pulling off that character in the live action. In the live action. And that was a thing, like, when you saw Ventress as badass as she was, and the fact that she was connected to uh, Dooku Insidious. Yeah. That, to me, was, like, the biggest thing. Because, I mean, they put Grievous in the movie, right? Like, Grievous was in the movie. Well, how else are you going to get the quad lightsaber? True, right? And But, like, Grievous was, like, this badass who in the Tarkovsky's was taking on five Jedis at once, and it was, like, named Jedi, too, like, Khan and guys of that ilk that were dudes that had names and showed up, and they were in the stadium in Attack of the Clones fighting the, the everything that... Well, that, they're on the council. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? Yeah. So, like, they're, they're, they're big, good. big guys. Like, that, that was the really great thing about that, that series, that it showed the real power of the characters. Like, everyone kind of just seems, like, kind of on the same level in the movies, where yes. you're all just kind of, like, meh. Yeah. Whereas, like in that, you've got them. you've got um, you know Grievous taking on like five Jedi and being really really good at it, and then you've got Dooku spanking him like it's nothing. Like yeah. when in the yeah. training seat in the scene, mm-hmm. he's like just like takes him down like he's nothing, and you just see these like the, the the massive difference in power between these people, which is what you know you should have been able to do in the movies, yeah. but you know. But uh, at the same time, that's technically the extended universe true but i mean like well it's i guess it's not because he was in the movies right and you were you were talking about that that training sequence with dooku because that was had one of the coolest sequences right where like dooku's training him and like uh he's coming at him with four lightsabers and dooku's like got one lightsaber barely in his hand and he's like swapping everything away. he's, <laughs> he's like, like yeah, yeah he's barely paying attention yeah he's like you're too slow <laughs> speed up <laughs> now you're too, now he's like now you're gripping like, your lightsaber too tight and stuff yeah, like that. It's like yeah, he, he says uh you know you you know you're not going to be able to using the the traditional moves too much like you've got to use yeah. the, uh you know you got to be more creative to defeat Jedi and then he's yeah. like you're holding your saber too tight yeah. and then he whips it out of his hand now yeah. too loosely yeah and he holds the <laughs> and he he holds the, the the lightsaber that he steals he holds and he looks at it and he goes hmm new one and he goes yes I've been collecting them implying that Grievous has been killing Jedi. And taking their lightsabers as trophies, and I'm like, that is the whole time was That was fantastic. I did thoroughly enjoy that because that is a fantastic collector item. Yeah, I also love. Um, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but that that gum, that guy who's basically made out of gum. That oh dirge, (laughs) Dirge. yeah, yeah, dirge who fights um fights Obi Wan and gets blown up. To me, Dirge is the main villain of Attack of the Clones, to be honest with you. Like, in my head, I count Dirge as the main villain of Attack of the Clones, not, <laughs> not a lazy lightsaber fight with Dooku and Yoda, right? Like, oh, man, that, that was really good. And I mean, like, oh, some of that's so good. Because, I mean, like, that General Grievous thing I thought gave the best moment of the prequels. Because to, to me, like, the only good moment in the prequels that they had was when Obi-Wan... Grievous is fighting Obi-Wan and then he knocks the lightsaber out of Obi-Wan's hand. So Obi-Wan has to pick up a gun and shoot Grievous in the chest plate in order to kill him. And then when he's walking towards it, uh, Obi-Wan looks at the gun and goes, how uncivilized, right? Yeah. And drops it. And to me, that was like the only thing that they got right in yeah. the prequels. Like you mentioned when Darth Vader was going like, no, when it was supposed to be a callback to Luke going, no. <laughs> it's just like none of that resonated yeah. in yeah. those three movies other than when to me other than when obi-wan was like obi-wan played so paint yeah, yeah he actually finally himself. used the gun he's like god that's that was that sucked yeah <laughs> yeah because he was kind of like batman right where he's just like it's too easy to kill with these things right and it's just like yeah. oh god 
Ah, those and yet, for someone who doesn't use guns, he had better aim than a stormtrooper. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like that's a good point to go out on. Uh, God, Mike Leapock, Rob Callflesh, we'll get you guys back on after we've all seen, uh, after the entire world. is. I feel like I'm going to be the last person on planet Earth to actually That was a fast me. hour and a half or two hours or how long we've been talking. Yeah. It felt like it's only been 30 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't feel like that. It's because we're talking about one of our great passions, the Star Wars movies. And we're getting of course, to new- the listeners don't give a fuck about Star Wars, they'd be like, oh my God, are they still talking? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, based on the title I'm giving this one, I don't know why you'd technically listen to it. <laughs> well, we started out talking about uh, Superman and Batman, so maybe they're like, eh, maybe they're just going to keep this going. Yeah, that's true. Eh, wrong, bitches. Uh, yep, you were wrong. This one was all Star Wars all the time. And uh, we'll, get guys, nerd show. Yeah, we'll get you guys back on. Hopefully we can get Richard on to review, because uh, I want to get him on the spot to talk Star Wars. Uh, get him to review Force Awakens when it comes out. Um, I just, uh, I mean, I guess the only thing left to say is that the Crossover Podcast is available on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. You don't even have to download. You don't even have to listen. Just download. Like <laughs> uh, just also, give, give the likes, the downloads. Give everything. Yeah. Listen or not, it doesn't matter. All just stuff. If you just wanna, do the thing that helps. Yeah, if you want to call if you want to call in and, or, or rate. Call in? This isn't a radio show. In, you. If you want, if you want to rate on iTunes, just say this guy's... Wait, I'm going to hang up. You have to call me back. Or I'm going to call you and say we have a call. Long time this new first time caller. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, iTunes also available. Our crossover podcast also available on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/slash/crossoverpodcast. Thecrossoverpodcast.com is up and running. We also have a Facebook page, and like I said, just please rate and subscribe on iTunes if you want to. I'm also on Twitter at mpierce6parce on Twitter if you want to get on there and just. Uh, you know, say, hey, you're doing a good job. Or if you want to be like, hey, you're a complete piece of shit and you shouldn't have a podcast, then feel free to do so. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Rob Callflesh, thanks for doing this. Thanks like, for having me. Mike Leapock. Definitely a fun one. Also, thanks for doing this. And we'll get you guys back on when we I'm actually... glad you thanked me. <laughs> Rob Callflesh, thank you. Mike Signing Leapock. off. <laughs> <laughs> suck. Goodbye. <laughs> thanks for doing this as well. Peace out. Hang up. <laughs> we'll get you guys back on. We'll actually review the Force Awakens movie when we finally see it. Like I said, I feel like I'm going to be the last person on planet Earth that actually sees this movie for some reason. And it's going to. So, as long as we see it before you, we know we're prepped. Oh, yeah. Definitely. If you see it before us, then it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I have no idea when I'm going to see this movie. I still have to go see Creed. I haven't seen Creed, and everybody keeps talking about how fucking good that movie is. I'm just, I hadn't even seen Did it. that come out? Oh, yeah. It came out on last Friday, I think. So oh, it's okay. old now. But I mean, they're killing it, and they're talking sliced alone for Oscar nomination. And, really? Yeah. And it's just, it's uh, people are calling this the actual Rocky Five, basically, is how. Wow. With it. And I'm just like, wow, I've got to go see this movie because it loves me some Rocky. So maybe we'll go see that and we'll review Creed on this movie. I don't know. But once again, Rob Callflesh, Michael <laughs> Fox, thanks for doing this. Take care, you guys. Cheers. Yeah.